Hello and welcome. I'm Manali Hirani, your host and creator of Fertility Education, shortly named as Fertility Ed. I launched this podcast with a mission, which is to educate people and share my knowledge about the subject of fertility. And by doing this, I believe that it will empower women to make an informed decision of their sex life and future family planning. And I'm pretty excited to bring you my next episode of podcast. Just to introduce myself again, I am a certified embryologist, hypnotherapist, natural family planning practitioner and your fertility advisor. And I have had my presence in this field for over 10 years now. And I'm using this platform to share my knowledge, experience and empower you on your next step regarding fertility. I will be covering a range of topics through my podcast episode which will educate you further to understand your own body and this broad field. And if you're one of those who are suffering from infertility, I want to tell you that you're not alone in this journey. And as a fertility advisor, I will try my best to educate you so you can keep your fertility health up to the mark. So let's learn, empower, and inspire. Right then, here we go. Hello, this is your host Manali Hirani, and welcome again to another interesting episode. Now, what's up with the fluid that appears in your underwear sometimes? Like what is it or why is it there and why does it look different from time to time in today's episode we are going to talk all about it the fluid that you see in your underwear is called cervical mucus and in today's episode we are going to talk all about cervical mucus and its importance for achieving pregnancy and also for avoiding pregnancy now cervical mucus or cervical fluid whatever you may like to say is that mysterious secretion that you often noticed which comes out at arbitrary times but found it gross and confusing like why i mean sometimes it's there sometimes it's not there sometimes it's so wet sometimes like oh uh, don't even notice probably well this fluid serves an important purpose in your life than you ever imagined cervical fluid is to the woman that what seminal fluid is to men is The cervical fluid has several key functions. The most important role of it is in getting pregnant. If you closely observe, you will notice that cervical mucus has its pattern of colors, quantity, texture and consistency throughout your menstrual cycle. Now what is cervical mucus and why it is so important? Now cervical mucus is a jelly-like substance produced by tiny glands in the cervix called cervical crypts. Cervical mucus is a fluid secreted by those glands in the cervix which is um which is opening of the womb the production of which is stimulated by, by the hormonal change and mostly by the estrogen hormone. Because of the hormone's fluctuation it changes throughout the cycles. by observing its pattern closely it will help you to predict your fertile days it is also serve as the gatekeeper to the cervix fallopian tubes and the uterus this fluid is so important as it helps to prevent bacteria and sometimes sperm from leaving the vaginal canal now what cervical mucus is made of now cervical mucus is like other type of mucus It is a hydrogel made of approximately 90 to 98% water. It gets its viscous jelly-like consistency from um stringy molecules called as mucins. Imagine um no imagine a pot of spaghetti where the mucins are the spaghetti. 
those mucins entangle to build a network a sponge that determines the makeup of the mucus the makeup and physical properties of cervical mucus change throughout the menstrual cycle before ovulation the body produces higher levels of estrogen hormone increasing the production of certain types of mucins and changing the water composition of cervical mucus now when it's receptive the mucus helps transport the sperm to where hopefully an egg is waiting protecting the sperm from the very acidic environment of the vagina and left alone the acids in the vagina would would most likely prevent sperm from moving forward and even neutralizes them at less fertile times cervical mucus becomes thicker and block the sperm from entering the cervix now for many women once they understood their bodies and cycles their cervical mucus becomes a really great indicator of their fertility and telling them the best time to conceive now getting pregnant is a complicated process it's not just that when you think about um, just baby dance like i'm talking about sex over here there's a lot more goes into your body before giving you that good news most people chase ovulation with various tech things available in the market but what if i tell you that nature has already provided us with a fertility signs which indicates us our fertile days through the cervical fluid and guess what it's free if you know how to do it if you know how to chart it if you know how to uh, understand your cycles you'll become a pro in knowing your fertile days and predicting your ovulation observing the changes in your cervical mucus can be really beneficial particularly if you're trying to get pregnant some fertility experts claim that cervical mucus observation are 98.5% accurate in helping you to predict the fertile times of your cycle don't you think it's great i mean look at this is 98.5% accurate it's free all it need is just your attention towards your body now before i talk about the type of mucus let me tell you how to check for cervical mucus now you can check your cervical mucus by looking at the toilet paper after you wipe or you can also insert a clean finger into your vagina and reach towards cervix and you are more likely to find cervical mucus if you check after a bowel movement and before you pee wipe your opening of your vagina with white toilet paper or tissue and then check the color and the feel of the mucus look at the color the texture of the mucus on your underwear as well sometimes because if uh, if you are in your fertilities and if there is too much of cervical mucus it is likely that it is going to get on uh, get on your underwear as well so there are two ways or if not you can always insert a clean finger into your vagina and examine the color the texture of the fluid now everybody is different and you may not see the variations that i'm going to talk about in your cervical mucus but it is the normal pattern the main thing to look for is some kind of changes in mid cycle over the course of your menstrual cycle the amount color and texture of cervical mucus will change due to fluctuating hormone levels and the consistency of your cervical mucus can help you work out when you are at your most fertile and by working out your fertile days it is such a beneficial aid for conception and also if you want to avoid the pregnancy you know that okay these are the days where i'm supposed to be really careful uh, using a barrier method while having sex 
Now here's a guide to fertile and infertile mucus that happens during an average cycle. Remember, though that every woman is different, so if you want to use mucus observation to help you conceive, spend a couple of cycles like a couple of months by charting your discharge. There are so many resources available on the internet and if you still want to learn more about it, you can always contact us. Now ideally you'll notice four types of cervical fluid throughout the cycle. You have to recognize your own pattern by observing them. But the thing that I'm going to talk about it is the ideal is the normal or ideal or most probably most women will have this cycle. And let's go ahead with this. Now infertile mucus are the one which is often present directly after a period. This mucus is dry and thick with many women describing as a bulb-like thing, sperm find it impossible to pass through this mucus to the cervix, which comes right after your periods. Because over that time, your vagina will be dry. There will be probably no cervical mucus. If there is any, it will be really thick and dry and tiny part. And that is also hard to notice. And this phase comes right after your periods. And to be honest, this is the best time to have sex. Of course, I won't say to have unprotected sex over here because, because in order to do that, you need to learn the charting and natural family planning. However, just in case, if you have had unprotected sex at, at that time, then there is a less likely chance of you getting pregnant. Moving forward with possible fertile mucus. A few days after the end of period, the mucus thins out slightly. I may even seem to be more abundant, but it is still quite thick and unlikely to enable conception. After a couple of dry days, follows a type of cervical fluid which is sticky, flaky, but not wet. This mucus serves as a contraceptive purpose because it is impermeable for sperm to enter. And then as we move forward, there comes a fertile mucus. This feels wet, slippery compared to that infertile mucus that you have seen before and is likely to be more clear mucus or have a cloud or white color to it. Some women describe it as more watery and much more abundant in amount. This type of mucus you, notice, uh, you might notice for several days followed by sticky ones. This type can be described as creamy like lotion, wet, but not yet the type of the one uh, the type of mucus that we really want for the conception but in this phase you have to be really careful because if you have had unprotected sex then there is a likely chance that you might get pregnant okay let's move forward and this is the last type of mucus is highly fertile mucus now as your body prepares to ovulate the mucus will often turn into an um egg white consistency that is thin, clear and slightly stringy. It is much stretchier discharge and easy for the sperm to swim through. This is the final type and most fertile type of mucus. It is wet, stretchy, slippery, lubricative and resembles a raw egg white thing. Now this type of, now this type of mucus is found just around the ovulation. You just need to, to know that is it the type of mucus you're looking for. All you have to do is 
insert a cling finger in your vagina take some mucus between your thumb and your first finger and try to stretch it see uh, how does it feel if it's too stretchy then what you have ever observed before then your ovulation time is coming soon now fertile cervical fluid plays a fundamental role in conceiving this mucus has all the elements which are required to nourish the sperm Usually the vaginal environment is acidic which immobilizes sperm and make it difficult to get pregnant. However, around ovulation days our vagina secretes a cervical fluid which is fertile or fertile cervical fluid which keeps vaginal environment neutral, increases it in volume and becomes thinner so that sperm can freely enter the vagina and follow its path to uterus. Not only that, but it also nourishes the sperm and keep it healthy, and so that it can sustain in fallopian tube for a couple of days to fertilize the egg. Now, remember one thing: I've also told this before in my previous episodes that an egg is fertilizable for only twelve hours after ovulation, and a healthy and a fertile cervical mucus can help sperm to survive for as long as five to seven days in fallopian tube, whereas the hostile mucus. immobilizes the sperm and make it dysfunctional in 2 hours so here now you know that how important it is to have a good cervical mucus to keep your sperm healthy now what's that hostile mucus that i was talking about hostile cervical mucus is discharge that is too thick to allow sperm to enter the cervix hence hindering the conception every single woman will have hostile cervical mucus at some point during her cycle and that's mostly right just after your periods are over now others however have more persistent and unreceptive mucus if you feel that your mucus is of the infertile variety more often then please go and speak to your doctor also remember that cervical mucus is functionally important it lines the cervix vagina vulva creating a protective barrier between a woman's body and the environment Cervical fluid is also a clever protective mechanism, helping to keep out unhealthy bacteria, viruses, and also there are research which confirms that it contains antibodies to even fight them. This mucus also plays a role, a major role in fostering a healthy bacteria, protecting it from pathogens, helping sperm reach to the reproductive tract, and even signaling diseases and pregnancy issues to clinicians. That's why I said it's a gatekeeper. It lets the right things come in and keep the wrong things out. Now not all women consistently produce the quality and the quantity of fertile cervical mucus need to optimize the natural fertility. And this can be due to number of reasons such as medications, hormonal imbalance, dehydration, infection, weight, weight fluctuation and many more. Your cervical mucus can also be a guidance of your health if you feel that you are lacking in the mucus then there are some natural ways to improve the quality and the quantity now i'm just giving you a little bit overview like how can you improve your cervical mucus but i'll be doing the entire episode and giving you out the ways the natural ways to improve the quality and the quantity of cervical mucus but uh, just to give you a takeaway message drink uh, at least 2 liters of water a day decrease your amount of caffeine in your diet try some herbal remedies like evening primrose oil which has been found to improve the quality and the amount of cervical fluid 
But I know you all must be craving for more information about how to improve the cervical mucus because, because it is such a crucial thing for conception. That's the reason I've decided to make an entire episode on how to improve cervical mucus. So watch out for that. But if you're worried about your cervical fluid or you're noticing any changes at the time that you think you're ovulating, don't self-diagnose. Talk to your GP. Now, recognizing the different phases of your discharge can put you more in touch with the rhythm of your own body and menstrual cycle, giving you so much of information about your likelihood of becoming pregnant or getting pregnant or simply helping you to know the regular hormonal patterns of your own body and in turn to be aware of any changes that aren't normal for you. It is important to remember that pattern and experience of cervical fluid and vaginal discharge is different for everyone. So take time to learn about your unique changes. Now, being more aware of your own pattern also means you'll be better able to pinpoint possible problems if they arise, like vaginal infections such as bacterial vaginosis or vaginal candidiasis, which is often called thrush, often produce changes to vaginal discharge. So knowing what's normal for you can help you to identify when things aren't right for you. However, know that a wide range of factors as well as these infections can change your cervical, can change your vaginal discharge. Sex, semen, diet and your periods are some of the common factors. So think about what else is going on in your life and these body parts before making any conclusions. Many women are unaware of the importance of the cervical mucus and its function. It is a wonderful aid to track your fertile days, sometimes your potential ovulation day, as well as facilitate sperm to fertilize an egg. Now, these are the normal situation that how your cervical mucus should be and what you should be looking out for. Now, what if you are on the pill? This is the most common question that I've been asked. Okay, the woman who are taking hormonal contraceptives or, or who aren't ovulating usually don't experience this cyclical change in the cervical fluid. Many hormonal contraceptives such as the combined oral contraceptive, the pills that contains both hormones like estrogen and progesterone, thicken cervical fluid because of the hormones they contain. So it's common for women who take the pills to have a whitish vaginal discharge quite consistently throughout the month and they won't see such cyclical change. Now, thickening of cervical fluid prevents sperm from entering the uterus and it is one of the ways some hormonal contraceptives prevent pregnancy. Now, the pill also prevents the egg release, whereas the mini pill, which is only progesterone pill, relies solely on the cervical fluid thickening to prevent the conception. Now, this was all about pills. So, if you are on pill, please don't look out for those cervical mucus changes because it won't help. And therefore, I strongly recommend you to go off pill if you can and start looking for natural methods because going off pill can bring you more benefits than being on pill. Now, this was when you are in pill. Now, what happens during pregnancy? Because during pregnancy, our menstrual cycles are stops. The entire body is being changed. Well, in pregnancy, there are so many changes to your hormones and this fluctuations often have a follow-on effect to your vulva and vagina. In pregnancy, levels of estrogen and progesterone increases, just like in menstruating women. 
and therefore this increases the production of cervical fluid and vaginal discharge healthy vaginal discharge in pregnancy is thin and clear or white and has only a mild odor it does not contain blood and is not associated with vulva itch so see your doctor if you notice these changes interestingly an increased amount of discharge can be one of the first sign of pregnancy but this kind of change can be due to many other factors like so a pregnancy test would still be needed to confirm it now the reason behind this increase in cervical fluid is thought to be a protective factor against infection the cervix act, the cervix acts as a gateway to the womb and a greater production of fluid means a greater barrier between the body and the potential harmful bacteria and viruses from the outside world now pregnant women may also notice some more susceptible to bacterial vaginosis or vaginal candidiasis which we call as thrush again this is due to an increased level of estrogen and progesterone now as we know that the cervical mucus created during ovulation is more permeable to help sperm pass through the reproductive tract this composition shifts during pregnancy when the mucus is produced is one of the thickest mucus arrangement that's found The mucus is really the barrier between the outside wall and the growing fetus. There is no more skin, there is no additional barrier. It is this mucus that is saving your baby. Now that mucus barrier that can be essential to baby's health. Now past research estimates that between 25-40% of early birth are caused by the microbial infection in the uterus. This suggests that a barrier deficiency in cervical mucus could be one of the cause of your preterm birth. In one of the study conducted in Australia in 2017, I found it that if there was a difference in mucus permeability between women who went into early labor and women who gave birth at full term, can be due to the cervical mucus changes. Now the study is still ongoing, and they are looking. that how cervical mucus and how the infection in the bacteria can cause early labor and it's one of the interesting study i can't wait to find out the results that what actually they have to say now however but this information is so alarming because ovulatory mucus is mucus as its most permeable state and ovulatory mucus must be permeable for sperm but if it happens during pregnancy it has a potential window of opportunity for the pathogens or other bacteria our viruses pass through and can be dangerous to our kids and can be dangerous to fetuses so i'm just waiting for the study to get over so we know that what exactly is going on so yeah this was all about the pregnancy now the other phase of life where your menstrual cycle changes which we call is menopause now what happens during menopause because again there is no cyclical change or there is no menstrual cycle Now changes to the vagina and vulva are common during the perimenopause the time that you lead up to menopause and why is that of course you guessed it right it's because of the hormone levels now women in midlife typically experience a dramatic reduction in the estrogen level which can affect the vaginal and vulva tissue making them thinner less elastic and more prone to damage and pain now the overall amount of vaginal discharge and the natural lubrication also often decreases after the menopause and while this change is normal it can lead up to symptoms of vaginal dryness like sorry vulva dryness irritation and painful sex sometimes the good news is 
that these symptoms can be successfully treated with vaginal moisturizers, lubricants and topical hormonal creams. So you don't have to put up with them even so you don't have to like literally tolerate those symptoms. You just need to go to your trusted GP and discuss your management options. Our uh, now since we know that as a woman we have so many phases in life and there are so many changes that are happening with the hormone levels. Now when it comes to female hormone health, it can seem like change is always present. And just when you think you know that what's going on, it can often change again to some other phase of life. But by being aware of subtle clues like this, many women can see their signs and their body is showing and appreciate this great nature and the greater cycle at play. Now, cervical mucus is an incredible hydrogel for many purposes with a beauty that often goes underappreciated. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm a fan of cervical mucus. The protective substance is an important barrier between a woman's body and the environment. If observed under microscope, the cervical mucus is so beautiful. And the first thing I learned is to be able to see the beauty in the mucus and then to be able to see how useful it is. It is really one of the most marvelous substances that you can find in our bodies. And I'm not joking this. This looks gross, but you have no idea. If you, if you dive deep into the science of cervical mucus, oh my God, it's a great thing. And more and more I research about this, I so appreciate nature that what our body is and how technically advanced it is than what we are. If you're planning to conceive, I would highly recommend that you look into your cervical mucus changes and you learn more about your natural family planning or rhythm method, you know, which is to learn to chart your bodies, your symptoms and achieve your pregnancy faster. To learn this, of course, you need to learn from a professional. And if you are interested in learning more about this, about natural conception and natural contraceptions by learning about this fertility sign, which we call as natural family planning, you can contact our fertility advisor. We teach people natural family planning. This is a course. It takes around six sessions and yeah we provide online course that helps you to achieve pregnancy naturally and can all and of course you can also learn how to use this uh, thing as a natural contraceptions now in my upcoming episode i'm going to talk about natural contraceptions and its benefits and all of the contact details are given below in the show notes do have a look i hope this information was helpful to you if you think it was, then please do share this episode with your friends and family. Rate and review this podcast. I love reading your reviews. I will, and I will be back again with another episode. Till then, stay fertile, stay healthy, stay safe, stay home, be happy, and see you soon. So this is all I have for you today. Hope you enjoy it. Take home a fair bit of knowledge, and thank you so much for listening. I would highly appreciate if you can please leave your reviews, feedback, suggestions and questions if you have any. I would love to hear from you. So you can drop us an email on info at fertilityed.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube on the name of Fertility Ed. I would urge you to share this knowledge among your friends and relatives, be it girls or boys. It doesn't matter. Just spread the word and awareness. And yay, don't forget to subscribe. See you next time. Until then, stay fertile, stay healthy. Bye-bye.